Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Well, good morning, one and all. It's a big special Gippsland Saturday morning here and a bit of a gloomy winter Saturday morning it is in Warrigal this morning. Great to have your company. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Ian Doherty, your host for the next 60 minutes here, and we're live at Warrigal Screens and Glass at 168 Queen Street in Warrigal. And joining me as he does every Saturday morning, except when I'm away on holidays, is my old mate Brad Sinclair. Sinkers, a good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Wes. I wouldn't have minded joining you last Saturday morning up on the Port Douglas Mirage Golf Resort. Would have been a little bit warmer than what you are today, mate. Yeah, that, that uh, temperature has just changed a little bit. Uh, 29 degrees and beautiful up there. I reckon when you were on air last Saturday, I was in the pool. So, Oh, gee, uh, I was in the poo. So, and I don't know if I'd normally run off. I've missed more Saturdays this year than I think I ever have in the time you and I have been broadcasting various radio stations together. But Mrs D booked us in for this one, and uh, that was how it was. I like it when you're here, because I just sit back and do nothing. You do it all. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. But as I said, we're live from Warrigal Screens and Glass, a great supporter of our show here at 168 Queen Street, Warrigal. And they're open today. So if you're in the area, pop in and say good day and see what sort of deals they've got for you in store. Plenty going on in a local sport, Brad, too. Big week. Uh, it has been a big week, and we'll get to some of the AFL stuff too. Just for, before we go any further, I just acknowledge two umpires today locally in football. That's the Latrobe Valley Umpires Association. Firstly, Mark Smith for 500 games last weekend, wow. which is a great achievement. You think that's pretty good? I guess, Smitty. But this afternoon, Robert Tatterson lines up. He oh. started in 1981. Guess the number? Today is his 1,000th game as an umpire in the Latrobe Valley Umpires Association. Do that well on a walking frame. From. Do that on a walking frame. That's a very famous name from up that way. What, Tatterson? Tatterson, very yep. big name from up that way. There was a lot of good footballs by the name of Tatterson. One where even had a run at the Bulldogs. Is that right? One of them, yep. Okay. Very, very good name out that way. Your memory's better than mine about some of these associates of yours that uh, played one game for various clubs. Yeah. Uh, they've won more than you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 well, it's another story, but I can go into a lot about that. Well, only hit midday, Brad, so we can't. <laughs> Big week, Wiz? It has been, mate, and uh, gee, the kangaroos are during this show. So don't go anywhere, settle in and get yourself a cup of tea later on. We'll be talking to former North Melbourne player now settling up as assistant coach at Morwell, Troy Makepeace. Big day for him today. It's a massive day just on the North Melbourne theme. A little later on, Gippsland uh, Power assistant coach Alan Chandler. We've spoken to Duck a couple of times this year, I think, or at least once, so we'll be catching up with him. Uh, our local sports report and plenty of other things as well. You even went out to the footy last night and recorded oh. an interview. Oh, I was TAC out there, Cup. I'll tell you what. I was out there in the stand at Frankston watching Gippy Power take on the Dandy Stingrays. An absolute ripping game. There is some talent coming through. That's first versus third. Stingrays got up by four points, but it was as cold as you'll ever, ever get. And the rain was coming in sideways. Sitting next to an old legend from Fitzroy days, Leon Harris. He's working for the Brisbane Lions. Our old Leon, he's probably sitting there going, how do I get rid of this bloke? He just won't leave yeah. me alone. I think it was a bit like that. He had, <laughs> he had the blanket across the legs and, you know, the crocheted blanket, old Leon. Couldn't say I blame him. It was chilly and it's a big change for me coming back from Port Douglas down to Warrigal this oh. afternoon. Can't feel my toes at the present minute. Plenty going on in the AFL world last night. Uh, the uh, Demons gave the Lions a bit of a haircut. Did they? What? Uh, 58 points in the end. I didn't see. I watched a little bit at the breaks when I was at the uh, Frankston ground uh, on my phone. Love technology. 
So I had the KO Sports up and I was watching it and uh, I don't think I missed much, Wiz, by the looks of what I've seen. It was terrible. No, I, um, yeah, I sort of went off to the maroon and rearranged my um, sock you? drawer at the end. It, it wasn't gets a bit of work, much to look at. It's sock drawer. Yeah, that's very well organised <laughs> at the moment. But i tell you what, we have got to look forward to in the AFL this weekend. Carlton versus Collingwood. Ah. And what a rivalry that's been. Maybe the biggest of all the uh, rivalries between these clubs. And it is going to be on like Donkey Kong on Sunday afternoon. The, uh, the Blues... And the Pies, and there's plenty at stake in that game too. 2013, since the last time the Blues played in the finals, and their last final win over the Pies was 1988. It's going back a while. They've got a bit to prove, haven't mm. they? And just speaking of Carlton, this is unusual. And I know uh, just off the track a little bit here, but of course uh, one of your favourite bands is in Australia. At the moment you often see them during the week. That's Kiss. Uh, this is their touring farewell, and uh, they will be playing in Melbourne, I think, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday, and that's it. But there's a link between that band and mm. the Carlton Footy Club, and it goes back some 10 years ago when Gene Simmons was here, uh, pr- uh, some sort of reality TV show. Yeah. And I get the impression that he may have thought that he bought the uh, Carlton Footy Club at the time. The idea was <laughs> buy one on the bottom and sell with it on top. So he's here this weekend. He's trying to cash in his chips a little. I think he may be anyway. That's Gene Simmons. And um, we caught up with him recently and he had this to say. It's just good to be home. It really feels like that to us. And if they're playing, maybe catch a game by the, uh, maybe catch a game by the Blues. You never know. You're a Carlton fan. Well, you got to watch Gene Simmons' Family Jewels and see the whole story. They'll tell you. Now, how do you know I that? I didn't know that because I suppose... They've, got a, big, they've okay. got a big match this weekend, actually. They could do with your support, Gene. Don't start something you're not going to finish. We, we might be there. You might be at the Carlton might, game. Might be. An exclusive. <laughs> An exclusive there, Gene Simmons. It turns out he's a Carlton supporter. Lock up your grandmothers. I do with that. I'll now lock up your great-grandchildren. It used to be lock up your daughters, but when they're in town, it's lock up your great-grandmothers. <laughs> uh, so I'll there we go, go Gene go. Simmons. So you're off to see Kiss tonight. I'm off to see Kiss tonight, and uh, I went 1980 out at VFL Park, and I'm going back again. So you uh, are going to face your, uh, paint your face? Uh, no, I don't think I'll go that far. <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy if I'm still awake at the end of the night, just quietly. I did see a T-shirt recently with four images of Mike Tyson with the different Kiss makeup on each one, and oh. uh, the with using the logo Kiss up the top, but it, they changed the spelling to Kith. <laughs> he can't get rid of his makeup that he's got on his face. No, that's a that's that's a uh, that's a keeper, no doubt about that. Is he? A, He's going to give the ball to the umpires. Yes, so that's what that's Gene Simmons. Told, yeah, yeah, he's going to, he's hand, going the to hand the ball to the umpires ball. tonight. So he's in it up to his elbows uh, tomorrow afternoon. So stay tuned uh, for that. Tomorrow, one. not tonight. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now, talking of that game, that oh, oh, I know this might be a big statement. I don't think there's been a bigger home and away game than that one that I can ever remember than tomorrow, Carlton Collingwood. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, that will be a biggie. And uh, this will come to, there's no surprise, but Mrs. D's booked us to go out to lunch somewhere. So, oh, um, oh please. <laughs> I'm not moving. No timing when it comes to footy. It does the lady I watch TV with. Anyway, thanks to Gippsland Power Equipment. For the best deals on Cub Cadet and Rover Mowers, it's time for our local sports update. Brad Sinclair, and what have you got? Oh, You've got a copy of the Latrobe Valley I, Express in front of you oh, there. What haven't I got? So it's action stations now in local footy too, isn't it? Round 18. It is. Some uh, finals West this week. are starting the finals yep. this weekend, so plenty going on. Now, we talked to Alan Chandler later on, uh, the assistant coach out of Gippy Power, 
He, big day. He had to work all day at Luana College, and he drove out to Frankston, assistant coach. He would have got home at oh, midnight last night, and he's playing today at 40. He's playing for Churchill in the qualifying final against TTU, so they're playing tomorrow. Today, tomorrow, Yarram take on Woodside in the elimination final in the North, North Gippy. Gippy yeah. Now, what about the Mid Gippy? This is uh, going to be a big finish. Of course, we spoke to the Tarwin senior coach last week, and... Uh, Week one elimination final today. Foster take on Yanar and tomorrow Ballara take on Helene. They're both elimination finals. Great to see Ballara making the finals as well. Oh, they, magnificent. They battle for a while and they're, they're right in amongst it this season. It's good to see. Oh, I've got to say, I'm, I'm barracking for Troy Hemming and Tarwin this year. Yep. Um, as one premiership in their history. And the last time they played finals was 2010. And our guest last week, Jamie Cam, was their coach. Ah. Looking forward to that. What if there's no bigger game in local footy than the one we call this week? This today. afternoon. Oh. Yeah, the final round of the home and away season of the Ellenbank competition. And uh, we're going out to Nearham South again today. The mm. undefeated Cats will be hosting the Ellenbank Football Club, the Eagles, who uh, currently sit in fourth place. They'd have to win by a massive amount and Trafalgar fall over for them to take third. So I think the double chances out of the question, but we get a real taste of finals action this afternoon with the Cats and the Eagles live from 2pm on SEN track this afternoon. Yeah, I don't think that five will change. And we called the game last week that finished Lang Lang's season. So I reckon that five will change. Positionally, it might mean fourth jump to fifth, fifth jump to fourth, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's that's going to be... uh, all over Red Rover after today, round 20. So there'll be uh, one, two, three, four, five, six sides or five, six sides that uh, will have Mad Monday. So now on that, I heard a little story going oh, around wow. uh, that there's uh, one club in particular, may have been in this competition or another, I don't want to dob anybody in, but they were keen on changing their plans this afternoon. Can you fill me in? This is incredible. They rang the opposing club that they're playing and they asked... If the seniors could play at midday and the reserves play at 2.15, because the seniors wanted to get on the ink, because they can't play finals, <laughs> they wanted to get on the ink from, what? Earlier. We're talking about two hours. What is wrong with people? Yeah, you gee. can't hold off for two hours before you have a frothy. You've got a serious problem. <laughs> I don't know. Based on some of the scores I've seen this year, maybe they've been on the frothies while they've been playing during the season. A serious problem. Uh, Gippsland footy. That's we'll talk, big. We'll, this is big. It is, isn't it? This is going to be a massive... And I'm so glad we're going to be talking to the assistant coach of all in uh, Troy Makepeace. Um, when are we talking to him? About 11.20? Yep. Very soon, actually. And Moore will sit six. They take on Sale sitting third. They have to win to make the finals. Maffer, who is sitting fifth, have Terrelgan sitting fourth. These are big guys. Yeah, they are massive. Um, it is. So if Maffer need to lose, Moore will need to win. That simple. And you're going to play finals. It's elimination final for the Tigers this afternoon. Uh, Maul and uh, Troy Makepeace will be talking to him after the break. Uh, interesting to talk to him about North Melbourne too. I'm looking forward to those questions. Yes, it is. Uh, and it'll be very good too. Interesting to see Titus O'Reilly, who I follow on social media. Uh, a funny, funny man made a post yesterday just after Alistair Clarkson was appointed to the North Melbourne role. And he said, isn't it sad to see these small, unsuccessful clubs <laughs> continue to miss out on some of these coaching appointments? What a circus that was. Well, it was a bit. That's pretty embarrassing. But the North have got their man, and I think it feels right. It oh, looks okay. I'm so happy for North and North supporters. That, that I will say right away, people are buying memberships now. 
today. I was that inspired. I nearly bought one myself. Yep. Uh, had to remind myself I'm a Cats man. This has been the local sports update. Thanks to Gippsland Power and Equipment. Don't settle for second best. Vi- visit Gippsland Power Equipment. We need to take a break here. And when we come back, we'll be talking to former North Melbourne player and Mall Football Club assistant coach Troy Makepeace and plenty more to come after that. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Mouth stop working. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Back with more in a moment. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. So join in the chorus and sing it one and all. Join in the chorus, North Melbourne's on the ball. Good old North Melbourne, the champions you'll agree. North Melbourne is the team that plays to win for you and me. Well, the Kangaroos are up and around. They got their man in the end, Alastair Clarkson, signing on for five years for a dead set shipload of money. <laughs> I said ship, sailing ship, uh, of money for the next five years. And you just feel like it just feels right, no doubt about that. Saturdays at Gippsland, we're live from Warrigal. Screens and glass down here at 168 Queen Street in Warrigal. Today, pop in and say good day. We're right opposite all the car dealerships here. So you can't miss us. Pop in and say good day. Or send us a text 0426 307 289 and tell us where this lovely Saturday morning finds you. Maybe you're on your way out to the local footy this afternoon. Now our next guest celebrating the Kangaroos. Great signing yesterday as a former North Melbourne footballer and a bloody good one at that. And he's currently the assistant coach at the Morwell Football Club here in Gippsland as well. It's Troy Makepeace. Troy, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Yeah, good morning, gents. How are you? Thanks for having me on. There's a song that I haven't heard for a while this year. Oh, I bet you're happy to hear it, though, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. it'd be nice to hear it after a game, though, unfortunately. But, yeah, <laughs> absolutely wrapped that the club's got a, um, got a, a great find in uh, Alistair Clarkson finally landing a big fish. I've got a feeling that uh, there's a lot of confidence. It might take a little while, but you will be hearing that song played after games very soon. Yeah, Somehow, fingers crossed that he can that uh, yeah, yeah, put some things in place that can get us on the right track and... Um, yeah, build on, on some of the young talent that we've got there and yeah, we'll, we'll see. The, I think the hard work starts now, the, the easy job's done, if that makes sense, uh, getting yeah. class and now the hard work starts. Just on that too, Troy, with what happened transpired yesterday and they come up against the Suns this weekend, it actually changed my tip. I went the Suns and I changed to North. Am I just a complete idiot or do you guys during the week or last night, do players wake up this morning and go, you know what? I'm having a game. I'm having a fit. Well, they were having a game before. A, I know, but, but is there a spring in their step? Uh, by the way, Troy, that's not a trick question. Brad is a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I, I, there's definitely a spring in the step, um, not only for, for the players, but every North Melbourne supporter out there it's putting a bit of shining a bit of light on what's been a pretty dull season so far so yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be um, very surprised if the, if the boys don't wake up and, and feel you know walk a little bit taller today um, last game of the season first opportunity to, to show yourself like, obviously Clarkson would have been watching over the last few weeks anyway yeah. but yeah real opportunity now to um, finish the season on the right foot and um, leave a, a good a good taste in, in the mouth of Alistair Clarkson going into a pre-season, um, you know, looking forward. 
It's true. We're talking to Troy Makepeace, former North Champ and Morwell Football Club assistant coach and on the signing of Alistair Clarkson. What does it do in terms of relevancy for the footy club? Makes them relevant again, do you reckon? It makes a massive difference. Um, you know, you get a, a, a coach, the ilk of Alistair Clarkson, four-time premiership coach, to come to a club that's you know really been a bit of a punching bag for opposition supporters and you know media and whatnot, um, particularly over the last 24 months. And um, it really just puts us right up there um, on the map. And you know, massive news from North as well. A uh, couple of last week, sign, re-signing with um, Mazda for another three years. So really long um, term deal there um, with Mazda. So things are. Uh, good from a financial point of view but to have Alistair Clarkson really makes us um, a club with looks like a little bit more stability now um, a club that you know potential now to have a coach like Clarkson to say yeah I want to go there and, and want to make things happen So Troy there's been a lot of speculation and talk during the year that Jason Horn Francis their number one pick from the last draft is uh, likely to go back to Adelaide right now um, would this sway him and keep him? Do you think personally it'd keep him at the? Would it keep you at the ruse? Uh, obviously, I'll be in different circumstances being from Victoria myself. Anyway, so um, yeah, that would the go home factor doesn't wouldn't come into account for me. Um, I, I believe I read somewhere that Jason Horn Francis' um, manager has already come out and said, you know, he, we're um, finishing off the two-year contract, we're not going to consider a trade at the end of this year or anything like that. We're yeah. going to honour that contract, um, you know, and give Jason an opportunity to to get a bit of stability. Um, a lot of media attention has been on him uh, throughout the course of the year. Number one draft pick, struggling club, um, go home factor. You know, the media is really pounding that, and I've been really disappointed with the, the what I call the scoop media. This year, I think they've really missed the mark on a lot of things. Um, yeah, it's a good I think call, they've really yeah. taken the opportunity to to get into Horn Francis and the footy club and say, "Well, he's going to go home," and rather than actually go and talk to the talk to the kid or talk to his manager himself and find out what the go is. And so, I guess um, he gets to play so, a year under Clarkson too, doesn't he? Which I, that, that's going to be important in his own decision making. Oh, ma- massive! I think this is it is it is a big deal having Clarkson. Um, and then taking into account what Jason or Francis is going to do uh, the next 12 months. I don't think it's going to mean that we're going to sign him in the next two weeks, that's for sure. I think um, they're going to play out, you know, the, the pre-season, they're going to play out, you know, maybe the first half of the season next year and see where things stand. And I think if this is going to be a big thing for the footy club and, and for Alistair himself, to, if we can get things uh, in the right shape, get all the right pillars in the right place, I think that'll make the decision for Horn Francis whether he wants to stay or not. Not no, so good much call. in the next sort of it's, six weeks. It's a good call. If you just joined us here, Saturday's in Gippsland. We're live from Warrigal Screens of Glass in 168 Queen Street. Warrigal opposite the car dealerships. And we're talking to former North champ Troy Makepeace, who is also the assistant coach at the Morwell Football Club. Now, Troy, can we quickly, before we get to our news break, talk to you about uh, the Tigers today. They've got a massive game, probably the biggest game of the year for them this afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we win, uh, doesn't guarantee, unfortunately doesn't guarantee us to, to go into the finals. We're relying on um, Trialgan to beat Mafra as well. But we've got to play our 
our part of the bargain and, and beat a really good side in sale today um, at home. And um, yeah, a really good week on the on the track this week with the boys. They're primed. Um, we thought we lowered our colours a little bit uh, against Wontaggi a few weeks ago. Um, the only other time we sort of felt that we lowered our colours as well was against Sale last time we played them. So there's a bit of bit of pride at stake for the boys as well, a bit of redemption uh, to make, to atone for that loss as well. So they're ready to go. They know what's at stake. And um, I think you know, anyone that wants to get down to more Rec Reserve today is going to watch a cracking contest. Can yeah. be an absolute beauty. And the big one for me, yeah. uh, Troy, is that uh, Kane Martin hasn't been named in the sales side. He's been in some pretty good form mm. and is a great player. So that's that's got to be a plus for the Tigers today. Yeah, I'll be silly to say it's not a plus, um, but they've been really good across the board sales, so um, I'm sure they'll have uh, a replacement there for, for him that can um, carry a bit of the load. Uh, he's a special player, Kane Martin, has been for a long time. Last time we played him, I think he kicked four or five goals from a wing half forward against us, so uh, we're, we're certainly aware of his talents, and um, yeah, that'll be obviously a bit, bit of a plus to, to not have him play. Um, yeah, but they've got some quality right across the board. They've got the, the Leslie brothers, um, you know, Pendlebury. I don't think he's been named, though. Um, Shannon Lane's been massive for them this year as well. So they've got some really good players that we need to to take care of, but also we need to kick the goals ourselves. So we're, we've got the, I think we've got the talent. Uh, it's just whether we can maintain it for, for the four quarters, which I think One we thing can. we haven't mentioned, uh, Troy... One thing we haven't mentioned, Troy, sorry to interrupt, is there's a, someone else called Mike Peace running around today after a couple of games in the reserves. Young Jai. Uh, yeah, he's back in, uh, my son, so that's great for him. Um, been a bit of an up-and-down season for him. Um, just, I think it's uh, finding his way in senior footy uh, out of thirds from last year and just dealing with the ups and downs and, and what's required and um, expectations and, and things like that, but hopefully he can put his best foot forward today and um, you know really, really show that he, he deserves to be there and um, yeah, see, see what happens going forward. So I'm really happy for him. He's a champ, mate. The uh, anybody called Joy in Gippsland ends up being a good footballer. We've had a few <laughs> go through the big league. There's a few going around uh, at the AFL at the moment. This, isn't there? this season, yeah, no doubt about that. Hey, uh, Troy, time's got away from us, unfortunately. Uh, we do have to say goodbye. Just wanted to thank you for your time this morning. Firstly, congrats on the North Melbourne stuff. I know you didn't do anything about it, but as a supporter, you're going to really <laughs> enjoy watching what they do. And more importantly, this afternoon, good luck to the Tigers out at Mormal Rec Reserve. It should be an absolute beauty. I no, appreciate you having me on, guys. Thanks very much. Good on you. That's Troy Makepeace, former North champ and assistant coach at the Morwell Football Club. A big one for the Tigers this afternoon. We need to go to the newsroom, Brad, for a bit of an update. Plenty more to come here on Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wontagin. We're live here at Warrigal Screens and Glass, 168 Queen Street, Warrigal. We're right opposite the car dealerships. We're here till midday. Pop your head in and say good day and tell us what you're up to today on the text line. 0426 307 289 to the newsroom and more Saturdays in Gippsland straight after that. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It is Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed. Ian and Brad here. Until midday, we are at Warrigal Screens and Glass. That's 168 Queen Street, Warrigal. We're right opposite. 
the car dealership to come down and have a look at the great range they've got on display here at Warrigal Screens and Glass today. All right, Bradley, it's time for a new segment we've been running with the last couple of weeks. I didn't listen last week to this. I hope it went okay, but it's a little segment we like to call Hot or Not. It's hot, real hot. That's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not. Not. All right, I'm going to lead off the bat here. You can tell me what you think. The AFL, at the end of the home and away season on Sunday night this week, we've got to sit and wait for everybody to take a week off before the final series starts. Is that hot or not? I think that is not. I want to keep not. it going, get the momentum. Yeah, I keep agree. The momentum not. Going. I cannot believe with all the money, the millions they spend on marketing the game and getting this enthusiasm and with all these tight contests now, Collingwood Carlton tomorrow builds up to this massive crescendo and then mm. we've got to sit down and wait for an oh, extra week while they do nothing. And the missus gets you doing odd jobs around the house. Don't like that. Don't like it at all. <laughs> not happy. It is not hot. No, what about Hey, booing injured players uh, at the footy. Is that hot or is that not? Is it open? It doesn't matter what you boo them for. Do you just boo or do you not boo an injured player sitting in the box? um, My view is that I'm the customer. If I pay my money to go in there and there's an element of pantomime about this, you can boo the villain whether he's injured or not. I'm not about kicking a bloke when he's down, but... uh, don't tell me who I can and can't boo. I'm the customer. So it's not? Not. Huh. Okay. You got another one? No, that's oh, right. I've got, You've got, got a heap. You've got a Off you go. <sighs> Dane Zorko last night. Is it open slather with sledging or is there some things you just cannot say? So what he did last night, doesn't matter what he said, hmm. is that hot or is that not? So I think it's not, but I'll tell you why, because it doesn't matter what he said, but it kind of does because it clearly had an impact there. But it turns out what he said wasn't what he said or something. There's some confusion about that. I'm not sure we'll find out what he actually said. So I'd say not again. Not. Mm. Mm, okay. You're getting a lot of knots today. Uh, you'll get a hot ear. Right. You tell me, the North Melbourne President, Dr Sonia Hood, is she hot? And I don't mean the way you think. <laughs> Is she hot or is she not? Hot property, as in she hasn't been in that job long, but has she just landed the biggest deal ever in she, the history of the game? She is kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> and she, she's knocking them over. Uh, she is hot, hot, hot. It's hot. Damn hot. It's damn hot. Yeah. It's damn hot. But not I, in that way. Not in that way. As you quite rightly said, Bradley. One more. Now, our great friend last week on the show, Dan the Man Eddie, is a mad Essendon, not only supporter, he's their historian. And he's got a lot of pull down at the Bombers. Right now, Dan the Man might be listening. Wiz, is Essendon Football Club hot or not? (laughs) Are you really going to make me answer that question? Uh, I'm afraid I've got to say not. There's a lot lot of knots this week. Yeah, Yeah, nah. A lot of knots this week. Not not many hots. Well, the good news for the Bombers is that... I'm finishing off with a hot bank. Well, it probably can't get any worse for them. Yeah. So the only way is up at this point. But I did hear there, just uh, in contrast to that, is that they're considering appointing James Hurd. So maybe they haven't hit the bottom yet. Jeez, they can even get worse. (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you, right now, apart from Sonia Hood, Dr. Sonia Hood, Mm -hmm. the North Melbourne membership market, no, sorry, the North Melbourne membership department over the next week 
They're going to be hot oh, or not? They'll be damn hot. Real hot. Hot of this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. <laughs> that's, that's a good movie. Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, it is. It is good. That Gee, is good and it's, suddenly it's old too. Yeah, it's it's been around for a while. Oh, it's a, I, I reckon I've watched that twenty times. Um, so they are hot. The Kangas membership department. Gee, oh. if you're in a sales position down there this week, oh. wouldn't you be? Your pants would be on fire. Are they? Do they? Are they on commission? You're on a commission if you're selling memberships at footy clubs. If you are, oh, I'm putting in for a job at North Melbourne. Oh, gee, wouldn't that you're be easy? You're earning big dollars, and I'll buy one myself. They, um, and do you think about the salespeople down there selling memberships because it's been pretty tough for them oh, yeah. for the last couple of years, and suddenly uh, a new day dawns and the whole world changes. So they would be pretty busy right now. You've got to think for them. I told you, Gail. For their supporters. It's, I reckon it's equivalent to winning the Premiership. Right now, the feeling today is like yesterday they've won a Premiership. Yeah, there were people calling in. I was listening to SEN yesterday and uh, people pipe. were calling in. They were really emotional. And Weren't the pipe was. Yeah, and I, and um, just a, quite euphoric. That mm. uh, yeah, And there's going to be tough times. Let's be clear about this. Yeah. They're going to lose a lot of games before they win them. And uh, there's a big job to do. There's for hope now, though, Clarkson. isn't there? Yeah, I, feel, I, I think that's the difference. Yeah. So, yeah. There's real hope. Gee, this wind's blowing in at the moment. Oh, We're uh, affected by the weather. A little marquee at the front of Warrigal Screens and Glass uh, here at 168 Queen Street in Warrigal. Pop on in and see what deals they've got on offer as the rain comes down. Yeah. Gee, I hope you see what you can get? You can get a doggy door and a screen door. I didn't ever knew that. You can actually put a doggy door here at Warrigal Screens and Glass into a screen door. What See, a great idea. These are the people I need to talk to because I only had a doggy door put in out the back of my place for well, little Georgie. Before you go, go in and see Lisa in there at reception oh, and better get go the and, deal done. I will go and see Lisa. I think that's exactly what I need is a little doggy door here. Listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. We're live here from Warrigal Screens and Glass, Queen Street in Warrigal. Still more to come. We do need to take a little bit of a break. Uh, but when we come back, now you went out last night to the TAC Cup match down at Frankston following Gippsland Power, the formerly undefeated Gippsland oh, Power. Oh, no, no, they'd lost two till last night. Yeah, but they've been having oh, a really yes. good year. Uh, so you went down there and froze, uh, oh. froze your uh, whatever's Ooh. off. Uh, so a little bit of work done by you as the cadet reporter down there yeah. for SEN Track and door a few me. interviews there. And we will preview, of course, this afternoon's big match of the day in the Alabanca District Football Competition. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Back with more right after this. Harvey Norman One Thaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It's great to have your company out here. Warrigal Screens and Glass. We're live from the front car park here, and uh, the rain's just doing its best to hold off. They're open here this afternoon. Better pop in and say good day and see what sort of deals they've got going for you. Great supporters of Saturdays in Gippsland. Uh, Brad Sinclair, last night you uh, braved the cold and went out to watch, uh, again, a good Gippsland man that you are, watched uh, the Gippy Power in the TAC Cup last night in what was a pretty good game of footy. It was, down at the uh, Frankston Oval, and Gippy Power got away to a, a really good start. Didn't probably hit the scoreboard enough, and they got to an eight-point lead at quarter time, but it was teeming down f- with rain from the first bounce to the last, and I had it, well, you'll hear the interview in a minute, and it stopped then. So it was the whole game. They got to five points up at half time. Gippy Power and players like Bailey Humphrey were really dominating, and um, Dersmer and um, 
Constanti up forward was really good. And I like the game of Paddy Cross. But there's a bloke up back too that I really like, Reese Galvin, who reminds me of a Stephen May type. Oh, yeah. He's got a booming left foot kick up mm-hmm. back and he reads it well, intercepts it. He's powerful, strong. And they're 11 points up at three-quarter time, Gippy Power. And you just thought the Stingrays were coming. You know, there were momentum swings. And I just thought that Gippy Power would get the job done. But they come back in that last quarter and kick 3-5, the Stingrays, and won by four points. Mm. Uh, I gave my best were three votes to Sam Frangalis uh, of the Stingrays. This is I, Gary's young fella. Yeah, Gary's young fella. And I gave two to... Bailey Humphrey, and I gave one to Zane Dersmer, and what a player he's going to be the brother of. Ah. And I asked Alan Chandler all about certain players, and, and uh, Zane Dersmer was one, and he's got a, a lot to say there. He's a, he's a different type, Zane Dersmer, but Ducky Chandler, what a super bloke he is. He gives us time whenever we want, and we spoke about uh, Gibby Power after the game last night with Ducky Chandler. Ducky uh, went down by four points in the end, but... Uh, Gee, it was wet and wild and windy and cold, but great game of footy. Oh, it was hot, wasn't it? Very, very, very hot game. Two highly contested sides, I think, was the best way to put it. But the, the conditions probably made it a bit more like that, so it wasn't open or free-flowing. And I think we just got out-bulled in the end. I thought uh, some of their midfielders probably got hold of us in the end. Kobe Bagheel kicked the first goal, and that first half looked really lively. He went out of it. A bit in the second half. I thought Frangalis was really good in the midfield and up forward. But uh, a couple of your guys, Dersma, geez, he just never gives up. Got a lot of courage. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be a special player. So he's got a few things to work on as well. But the, you can see the talent. There's a lot of talent there. And he's uh, he's full of confidence too. So I think he'll make the most of whatever opportunities come. So he's got that Dersma trait, that confidence? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was around when Zave went through. Zane's on a completely different level. Uh, yeah, he's very talented whatever he does. We're just waiting to see the, the physicality that probably is needed for the next level. Well, I think that's coming, but uh, yeah, as you said, there was courage tonight and he's gone back in packs and gone hard at those balls, so I, I think it's coming. I think it's good to see. Speaking of um, grunt and, and muscle, your captain, Bailey Humphrey, he's got a lot of it. Uh, yep, just born born with power, that boy. Uh and leads from the front, uh, not only with his actions, but his words as well and the way he, he leads the boys. But he was pretty special tonight. He, he was my best player for the night. Uh, kicked four and looked super dangerous up forward any time it went near him. And, yeah, if you could ever clear out a, a forward 50 for a bloke, he'd be it right now, wouldn't he? Yeah, when, I mean, when the game, late in the game, when they were only a one, one or two points up and then the ball went inside 50, it just looks like something's going to happen every time it goes near him. Yeah, he's uh, one of the guys I've done a little bit of one-on-one work with and you're two and some marking contests and he, he's just got power on another level. So uh, it's going to be exciting to see what happens with him for the rest of the year and, and future years as well. He certainly didn't do any ch- his chances any harm tonight. I spoke to Leon Harris from uh, the Brisbane Lions who was sitting up there with me and uh, he's a huge fan of him. Because you're the forwards coach, and I know I've got this boy's name wrong all year, but I'll have another crack at it. Jacob Constanti uh, liked his game today. Kicked a really nice goal, but he's another one looks lively when the ball's in that front 50. Yeah, he's just uh, he's got that knack of turning up front and centre at the right time and then that, that creative juice to make something happen. So he's got amazing agility that I haven't seen on anyone before. But then he's also got that forward pressure. 
So he's chasing after blokes and smothers, and I don't think we've seen as much of that as what we usually have tonight. But um, you could see him chasing and trying to make something happen every time that they had the ball. So it's just as important for trade as any right now. One of your blokes up back, and I don't like labelling kids with AFL names, Reese Galvin, he reminds me of Stephen May up back. He's got that booming left foot kick. It's a thumping kick, but he's so strong. Yeah, he's another one with extreme power. Um, yeah, and he's come through the, the 17s that we had last year. And he, he's got a booming kick, and he rarely gets beaten one-on-one. I loved uh, a matchup that he had with Braden George, who they say is the most powerful guy in this, in this draft, uh, and Galvo's right up with him. So, yeah, he had another good game against tonight, so he's um, very hard to beat one-on-one, and yeah, then he's got that nice left foot to come out of the back line as well. What goes from here, that's their third loss, I think, for the season, which isn't a bad effort at all. They've been super. They're a great bunch of kids, obviously. He's done a mighty job with them. What happens from here? What, what's on next week? Because I haven't got the draw in front of me. Yeah, so wildcard round starts next week, and we're lucky enough to miss that. So we'll have a, a really decent training run on the weekend, so the boys probably won't play local footy, and uh, we'll try to get things right. So it's three losses out of four for us, I think, and they're all been close. There's been no blow away, so we've got a lot of things right, but there's just some, some finer points that we've got to get right, and I think we had opportunities tonight, didn't take them, and, and then we got outballed in the middle towards the end. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, thanks for your time, Ducky. All the best for the rest of the season, and uh, we'll talk to you again, hopefully, just around finals time. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Alan Chandler there, the, the assistant coach of uh, Gippsland Power in the TAC Cup. A narrow loss last night and a break coming to them just at the right time. We talked about a couple of these players. They're very generous with his time there, Duck, too. Yeah, and nice work by you, Brad Sinclair, out there in the rain and cold and uh, doing your research for Saturdays in Gippsland late on a Friday night. Good work by you. I uh, got in trouble. I was supposed to be home having a dinner with the missus last night. <laughs> but I've taken a the Kiss concert tonight. So oh, well, that's, uh, I'm not going there with the Gene Simmons stories. Now, Bailey Humphrey, tell me about oh, this. You saw wow. a boy running around yesterday and a couple of people told you that this boy's going to go deep into this draft. Yeah, yeah they reckon he's a ripper. And, and uh, what I seen last night, uh, I had have to fully concur. He kicked four of their seven. Uh, he got one in the second, two in the third. And he got them in the third when they were in a little bit of trouble. He got one, actually, he got one in the last 30 seconds of the third, uh, second quarter. Then he got a couple in that third. And all of a sudden, they went out to 11 points. And I thought they'd done enough. If there's a question on him right now, it's his running, his, yep. his endurance. But that'll come with time. There's yeah. no doubt he'll as work he at that. But they, and I've said this as you heard in that interview, I hate uh, using a... a, a a comparison of an AFL player, but if I had to, Jordan Dugowie. Yeah, okay. That's so, tight, mm. powerful, strong forward. Bit of talent there. Keep the your eye on that go one. in the mid. Yeah. He's, um, he's going to go, you reckon, top 10? Oh, you'll go first round, yeah. definitely. Okay. I, I don't know if you'll go top 10. I'd, but I'll tell you, the other one is Zane Dersma. What a, what a lot of courage, this boy. He just continually backs into packs. So they went down 7 12, 54 to 7 8 50. And Ducky Chandler, got to say, what a magnificent. Uh, guy he is with his time. That was directly after a loss. Yeah, yeah. After being in front all night. Now, well done, Ducky. Don't go anywhere. We're going to uh, sign off shortly, but uh, we'll be back at 2 o'clock this afternoon for those interested in the Ellabanga District Football League match of the day, the final round of the home and away season, round 20. And it's the undefeated Nearham South Cats playing host to the Eagles from the Ellen Bank Football Club. First versus fourth. It should be an absolute beauty and a taste of finals footy. 
Uh, and amongst other things, the leading goal kickers of the competition. That race is wide open. Four men in the 50s, and anybody could win this right now, you'd think. Unbelievable, isn't it? Chris Urie on top with 58. His teammate, Lachlan Bambridge, on 55. And Luke Kinder is sitting third on 52. All from Nearham South. I understand Chris Urey might play today. He's had the last couple off why, after he did that hamstring. Why would they play him today? To give him a run because they get a week off next week. Yeah, right, okay. Give him a bit of a trundle. That's yeah. what I'm being told. I'm yeah, not okay. too sure. Uh, plus, he'd want to win the goal kick. And, I mean, if he doesn't play, Bambridge gets four and he wins the goal kicking. That's it. It's yeah, all over yeah, with. Yeah, OK. Let's get some of your tips for the round 20 action here in that one. We feel like Nearham South's going to win it. Lang Lang and Trafalgar this afternoon. Traff. Yeah, I think so. They've got some work to do in the finals. Noira Puwong. I think Puwong will finish the year off strongly there and win that. Yep. Uh, and Yarrigan Katani. Look, you know what? After a couple of things we've heard during the week, I'm going to kick... Tip Katani in a massive upset here. I'm not going to call it such a massive upset. I reckon okay. they've, they've got their full strength side back yep. in from what I can gather. I'm going for the Blues as well there. Yep. And Nilmer uh, will be hosting Long Worry this afternoon. Uh, you'd imagine that the Crows will get the job done there. Bullen with the bye going into the final series. The Bank hotting up local finals everywhere in some of the Gippsland competitions and round 20 action. For Ellen Bank and the Gippsland League this afternoon. We'll join you back at 2 o'clock this afternoon for that call of the match of the day. Should be an absolute beauty. Brad Sinclair, great work by you today. Thanks to Warrigal Screens and Glass for the host today. Come down and see them. Security doors, glass cut to side, wardrobe doors, you name it. There's nothing they can't do. And great supporters of Saturdays in Gippsland. That's all we've got time for. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one thuggy. This has been Saturdays in Gippsland.